0: My name's Justin Case. I'm a P.I., but some people call me a dick. And these are my case files, written and narrated by Balin Nagiri. It's amazing the sound a garbage can makes when you fall into one head first. As I lay there flat on my back in the alleyway listening to the oncoming sirens, I contemplated about staying the can back up or just flat out running. Luckily for me, the salad of garbage I was laying in was just after I rounded the corner, so they didn't even see me yet. Getting what I needed here was the easy part of the plan. Of course, so was getting out, but it's not like I expected any company. I'm not going to lie, being a PI is not a glamorous job. Most of it probably isn't very legal either, not that I plan on sticking around long enough to ask any guards. As the saying goes, I know old town like the back of my hand, which would be completely believable if I didn't always wear gloves or make it a second base with a trash can just now. Pulling myself up off my feet seems like a favorite pastime you never really enjoy or seem to want to hear your friends talk about. So as soon as I got to my feet, I boosted myself on top of some very convenient pallets and scrambled over the wall like a coward. This was a tall wall. I knew right away when I fell flat onto a dumpster, as in more trash. I never really remembered what day trash day was, but I really needed to make a mental note. Those are work days a guy could really get canned. (laughs) Ha! It was when I was approaching the opening of the alleyway that I slowed my jog to a brisk walk, mostly because my run is not pretty. But also, it's important for a private eye to blend in. People pay me for two reasons, discretion and delivery. Just now I realized I probably shouldn't tell people that anymore. They might get the impression I get paid for a pair of double D's. I turn on the sidewalk and nick a newspaper from one of the outdoor tables of a restaurant I pass by. I stop after a couple steps and go back and get the receipt. Having an alibi pays more when you don't have to spend any of your own time or money. Speaking of, there's money of course on the table for the waiter, but that just is crossing a fine line I'm willing not to do. Circling back to when I heard the sirens, to no surprise, there's a small crowd gathering. Say what you will about never revisiting a crime scene. But it's like the perfect time to ask a bunch of questions about a case. I mean, what better cover than appearing like a nosy passerby? What happened here? I asked the lady who looked like her entire life was about putting her nose in things. So I assumed that would probably be the first person I wanted to talk to. Electricity went out of the entire building. Some say it was sabotage, the lady squealed. Meryl, who would say that? No one said that. Stop spreading rumors or I'll put you in custody again. It hinders our work, Merrill, the guard at the perimeter firmly stated. Who could possibly want to sabotage an abandoned building in an old district? A small man piped up. We got called because Merrill here called in a disturbance and we had to comply when, yes, the power went out. The guard replied in a tone as if Merrill has made the wall of fame for people who most annoy the district. It's only after I make sure nothing sounds suspicious do I walk away confidently and start heading for the subway. Color me a thorough man, but I've always learned it's always better to take the time to find out just how big the dog is that might bite your ass. My office was only actually a few blocks away, but for some reason nobles always feel like they have to meet in cliche places as if real life was some sort of movie or novel or narrated podcast. I'm not really into wide open areas, but their pay was well worth embellishing the idea of whatever weird meeting places they had in mind, so in the long run I was okay with it. This doozy of a nobleman was supposed to be sitting at a park bench, waiting for another man with a briefcase, as if that's the furthest possible thing from suspicious. The subway tunnels make it easy to blend in, there's usually plenty of people, and the shops are always open. I was going to go straight to the platform to wait for the train when I saw a couple of thugs giving this business guy a hard time. Hey Clifford, this man's got a nifty box. Let's see if he wants to share it with us, taunted the scrawny one. Gary, that's not my street name. The man yelled as he slapped the back of the businessman's head to let off a little bit of frustration. It's dangerous out there. We gotta keep to our code names. Thugs always like to pick out the businessmen because they know if you can afford something as inconvenient and stupid as a briefcase. Wait, I have a briefcase. There's no way I almost got electrocuted and perfectly evade the cops just to get mugged by some half-rate thugs. I turned around to open the briefcase as if the thugs weren't thoroughly engaged and slid the picture frame from inside into a side pocket of my jacket. Seeing as I no longer needed the briefcase anymore, I just slid right underneath the shop stall next to me. Well, as casually as one slides a briefcase under a shop stall in public. It's not that I couldn't handle myself against three guys, it's just people usually single out the scrawny guys like me as good targets, and I was kind of in a hurry. I needed to find something else to put this picture frame in. Plus, I was already getting pretty hungry. It didn't take much to convince myself to order some Huevo just to get a takeout bag. I had no idea why they served cheeseburgers or why there were so many franchises. It's not like the city was all that big, but who cared when the food was cheap and still pretty good? Well, you know, as good as cheap food can get. I only have two hands. I needed to move the picture frame and hold the takeout bag and remove the contents all while standing up. So naturally, I stuffed my face with a cheeseburger to put the picture frame in. Easy breezy? More like easy cheesy. Still, I wouldn't board the train until those thugs were clearly on my way, so I waved down a nearby guard. I was going to say hi, but I still had half a cheeseburger in my mouth, so all that came out was, Hey! a little too loudly, and more than enough burger got on him. Hey, watch it! the guard scoffed at the sight of food anywhere on him. I paused to swallow. Sorry about that. Hey, you know those guys over there fighting over a briefcase, right? There's nothing I could do about it until it gets out of hand. I mean, they're essentially yelling a lot. That's what people do down here in the subway. It's loud. What with all the trains, the guard said. I heard there was a man running from a building just outside, you know, with a briefcase. The other guards were there and everything. I sort of lied, but it's not like there wasn't a guy with a briefcase leaving that building. I just didn't have to say it was me. What? The guard tapped his radio. Dispatch, this is Pawn 7. Was someone called to a disturbance nearby? Pond 7, this is Dispatch. There is a building on 15th without power. Ponds 3 and 5 are on scene. See? Those guys look like trouble to me. Which is all that it took for that guard to start heading over. I bore the train only after I saw the guard confront the thugs. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't like people getting hurt or robbed or killed or maimed as much as the other guy. But I'm not paid salary to help them out or even get myself beat up. I left a life behind me. Besides, I like the PI life. Taking a lunch break wherever you want seems like a pretty good deal to me. I arrive at the park and spot my client almost right away. We've never met face to face before, but this guy just screams stuffy. Who sits on a bench with a back that straight? I sit next to him, even with a little slouch to make up for his posture. May I approach the bench, your honor? Excuse me, the man said. Clearly you've never been to court, but here's your evidence. I muttered as I dropped the Buena Huevo bag on his lap. The poor guy's nose flares up as he stares at me. What is this? Who are you? Go on, take a gander. The man prods the bag with the edge of his ring finger to open it as if it might be contaminated. The nobleman grimaced as he pulled out the contents. This is your case? You are supposed to bring a briefcase. There's still food in here. Is that a stain on the photo? I swiped the burger from his hand. Yes, PIs is good to take a lunch break whenever they want. Doesn't necessarily mean they get to the eat as often as they wish. I guess you could say you got blood on your hands now, haha. <laughs> the man looked mortified. It's ketchup. You seriously need to relax. You want what's in the photo, right? Yes, where's the data? You asked me for a picture frame with the guy's daughter on it. That's what you got. The data is inside the picture frame case. Well great. Then I don't see what the problem is. I did my part. Where's the money? I'm not paying you in full if I don't have the data. What? Okay, pay me eight hundred now and another eight hundred when I get the data out. We agreed on a thousand, case. Why would I pay even more money? I took my time to breathe in deeply. Look, you clearly know who I am and what I do. I don't do computers. I'll find a guy who does. And my guess is he won't be doing it for free. Fine. Here's the cash. But whoa, whoa, we're in the middle of the park. What are you doing with the 800 notes in the park? Just wire me the money into my phone. Like a person who's been to parks before. Mm, yes, the park is a place for commoners as well, I suppose. The man said, putting his money back in his suitcase and started fiddling around for his phone. My phone, however, vibrated a moment later. I actually like to keep my phone strapped to my arm. It frees up my pockets, and I know I won't lose it anywhere stupid. Like the crime scene I was just at. I've attached a secure drop location. You should get the rest of it when the data has been deposited. The nobleman said as he got up. I expect to be hearing from you soon, Justin. I don't like to be disappointed. (laughs) Whoa. We're not on a first name basis here, but I will get you that data. (laughs) Cases on the case, as they say. Man. This guy was literally just disappointed five minutes ago. How big of a threat was that? With the expression the man gave me, I couldn't tell if he was sick of that Bueno huevo smell or just didn't think I was funny. Either way, he walked away leaving me sitting on a bench, just me and a stomach full of regret. It was definitely time to get back to the office for more reasons than one.